0: On Global Flavours this week, we're having a taste of Norwegian cuisine. Nordic food has a reputation for its simplicity, and you can taste the core ingredients of each dish. Norway is situated in Northern Europe and in the northern and western parts of the Scandinavian peninsula, drawing heavy influences from its neighboring countries and cuisines. This week I'm really delighted to have Ellen Fu, the founder of Yem, a place where people can find their Nordic home and try its simple and delicious cuisine.
1: Currently one of our best-selling items is the Arctic prawns. So just to give you guys a bit more background, um, our items are basically open face sandwiches so that's kind of like our signature and then we have different toppings on top and the Arctic prawn is such a summer dish in Norway it's what everyone eats Um, it's basically prawns that we get from the Nordics here to Hong Kong and then you mix it with Nordic mayo and then you squeeze some lemon of course some dill as well on top and yeah it's just been a huge hit and I think it's because people here really love seafood um, and they see the value in that and the flavor of kind of or the origin of it coming from the Nordics is really important as well yeah why
0: do you think um it's sort of so popular it sounds to me that it's such a simple dish is it that people enjoy simplistic dishes so that they can taste the flavor and it doesn't need a lot of sauce
1: yeah that's also a part of the of Nordic cuisine as well it's just very simple it's just really highlighting the ingredient and I think people here are starting to appreciate that
0: yeah have you tried to sort of experiment with different dishes since opening your own restaurant
1: Yes, so we're definitely experimenting a little bit, trying to mix in a bit of like Asian culture as well. For example, when there's Chinese New Year, we have like a Nordic waffle uh, that we usually put lingonberry jam on top, but then we mix in red bean instead, just to kind of have that, um, like adapt a little bit to the culture and give people like a taste of of the mixture together.
0: And what's the reaction been like so far?
1: So far it's actually really good. Yeah, I think people enjoy it. I think it's something familiar with something unfamiliar. So I think it's it's a good, good, good dish for people who want to try something new, but still kind of have that familiarity.
0: Yeah. Uh, what are some of people's impressions of uh, Nordic cuisine? Uh, perhaps some of them may not have tried it before and they try it. And then w- w- what are some of their feedback to you?
1: I think the feedback is that it's quite healthy. Um, and it's a lot of cold dishes and pickles and preserved um and especially our bread that we use it's it's very grainy it has a lot of seeds so some people are like okay it tastes a little bit bo- bo- like too healthy <laughs> but um i think i think they will Do they say that it's they, too healthy? <laughs> yeah people are asking for like the sourdough they're asking or for the white, white bread loaf. yeah <laughs> uh, they're like it'll taste a lot better if, if and i'm like okay may- maybe Maybe (laughs) that's you know you
0: raise such an interesting and great point as well, and how do you balance between staying sort of authentic uh, to Nordic cuisine and balancing the taste of your customers because they're the ones you know they're the customers, but at the same time you want to stay true to the tradition. How how do you balance that?
1: Yeah, um, it's yeah I definitely have to think about like our local um, customers as well, but I try to stay as authentic as possible because I really want to showcase how the food really is in the in the nordics because a lot of restaurants in hong kong as well they, they do like a fusion um and i really try to want to stay authentic and though some items might not work then i just try to change it up with something else um but still stay true to to how it usually is
0: yeah i'm sure some of our listeners are listening right now i'm really really hungry um ellen have you got any recipes or, or anything from, from your childhood uh that you can share with our listeners can you describe how to make a certain dish
1: uh Yeah, sure. Um, I guess maybe the waffle? Yes. Yeah, so the waffle is quite um, simple, but the thing that we use is uh, milk and cream. Um, I'm not sure how to describe like how to mix it all together, but it's actually quite simple. We use butter, we use oil, um, and then we use whole milk and um, skim milk as well, and a bit of cream. And then obviously flour as well, and then we mix it all together. And then actually we have a Nordic waffle machine, uh, which actually has heart shapes. Yeah, so it's a heart-shaped waffle machine. That I'm I'm not sure you can get that in Hong Kong. Probably more of the square, the square one. And then yeah,
0: or in Hong Kong we get the bubble ones. Oh, the the bubble ones.
1: Actually, maybe you should try the recipe in the in the bubble. That that would be a good. Fusion, a fusion, Hong a fusion Kong. dish, maybe for one of the, yeah. one of the. Did holidays. we just come
0: up with something? Yeah, uh, I
1: think I'm <laughs> gonna bring this back to my team. <laughs> yeah, um, and then on the waffle we usually put lingonberry jam or brown cheese. Yeah. yeah, um, lingonberry
0: jam is a is a favorite as well, um, uh, amongst uh, a lot of our, our listeners. I remember uh, them talking. We were talking about jam. Is it quite um uh, popular here in Hong Kong, or is it something that's quite um traditional? With uh, uh yeah, in, in 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 Norway, for example,
1: it's quite traditional in the in the Nordic countries. Yeah, and in Sweden as well. Um, not so much in Hong Kong. I think it's more strawberry and and cherries, cherry, yeah. yeah, but it's a bit more tangy and sour uh, while maybe the strawberry is more sugar added inside so it's a bit more sweet but um, I think so far people do really enjoy it especially when you eat it together with you know, uh, the, waffle the waffle to just kind of break it down and the and the brown cheese. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: and in terms of the lingonberry jam, do you make it your, your yourself or how do you, you know, mix it uh, to cater for the, the for the Hong Kong taste? Do you have to make it a bit sweeter for, for, for the people?
1: Uh, yeah, we, we make it ourselves and so we get the lingonberries from our supplier from, from Sweden. And we don't actually make it that sweet. People can definitely still taste the sourness of it because that's, the, that's what, that's it the, the berry, yeah. yeah. The berry is sour. Um, and that's a lot of the berries in Norway, actually. Like, they're not that sweet. They're quite sour. So we try to stick to kind of how it tastes like, yeah.
0: yeah. And, um, you know, finally, as as a restauranteur and as an entrepreneur, but also as a foodie, how do you sort of evolve your menu to make it new, bring up new items, but also stick to... Um, ones that people really like, because, okay, I'll give you an example. A lot of times you'll go to a restaurant, you like that dish a lot, but then suddenly the chef will no longer put it on the menu and then people feel disappointed. But then you also want to bring out new items so that the audience, so that the that the customers can try new things. How do you balance between keeping something on the menu long enough but also introducing new things?
1: Yeah, so that's definitely a tricky one because we always want to change, we always want to evolve, and like have new offerings for our customers. But at the same time, I know that there are some signature dishes that they definitely don't. You get the customers say, "Where is that yeah, dish?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, some of them might be a bit angry that we take it off the menu. <laughs> angry is the word. Yes. Yeah, that's right. yeah. So what we try to do is, um, we try to keep the signatures that people really love, but at the same time, for the remaining dishes, we do try to change it up. And though it might, you know, be away for a couple of months we maybe sometimes bring it back or if we have you know a special week we try to bring it back like hey all the items from the last venue years back for a week you know come and try we just want our customers to kind of keep that momentum going and have them coming back and also try new things um yeah that's yeah. basically what we do we just try to keep changing but also have the, the same items
0: are there a lot of uh, nordic restaurants here in hong kong
1: um not that much but it's definitely growing um when we when I first came, there was more like Nordic Japanese fusions, um, but now I think it's Nordic be-
0: Japanese. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, Nordic Japanese. Yeah, it it kind of ties together because Japanese is very like simplicity seafood. and the and seafood yes, and yeah. highlighting the like the ingredient itself. So it kind of made sense. Um, but that's kind of why I wanted to start like a, a pure Nordic as well, just to kind of um, showcase to people how yeah. the flavors are. Yeah. And what's the response been like? It's been really good. Uh, it's been going very well and I'm very happy um, just to be able to kind of bring a piece of my home to Hong Kong and, you know, just create a place where people feel like they can relax, they can they can feel at home. That's why it's called Yem. Yeah, um, a place where people can come. That's right.
0: I didn't even ask. Yes, tell us the, 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 the concept behind the name.
1: Yeah, so Yem basically means home and I just wanted to create a place for people to Come and feel like they're at home. They're relaxed, and they can also lounge and talk to people. Uh, And connect because I know Hong Kong is so busy. Everyone's just walking in every direction. So just to create that place in the middle of the city that people can get come and feel relaxed
0: and feel like, yeah, feel like home.
1: Yeah, feel like home, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ellen, thank you
0: so much for sharing your home with, with with our listeners. I'm sure our listeners would love to check out Nordic food. Um, Thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you so much. And thanks for having me.